You hear that? The mic is hot. Boom, 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 boom. Frustrated. Looking at you. Yo, if you hesitate with him, you're a sin. Dell Talk Season 7, Episode 10, The Finale. Vice, we here. Seven seasons, seven rings. Count them. Pussy. Yo. That's, that's a, never happened before, right? What? Seven championships in a row. For any sport, probably Hell never. No. Hell no. Jordan like got six. That's the most. In a row? In a row. No, nah, they didn't even row. get six in a row. No. Hell no. In a row, it has to be like three is the most. Damn, that's just shows how great we are. The only reason Jordan them didn't get, I think it was like, might have been four or five, was because he went... Uh, and, re- and quote unquote retired. He had to get that bag, that gambling bag. That's a fact. <laughs> Yo, you know what the worst part about that Miguel song is? What? It's like not like the rapey vibes in it, but that he's saying like he only hopes it's two or three drinks. Like what that tells me is that he's broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what that tells me that nigga's frugal. Nigga, he don't want to spend that money. Chill. What that pussy worth? <laughs> Apparently, two or three drinks. <laughs> how much is a how much is a stream worth? Nah, oh, you saw they put that info out. They that's definitely bullshit info. If they put it out. What, what what was the what was the what did it say? So, uh, it's different for Spotify and Apple. Yeah, but I'm assuming million, yeah. Title pays out the most. I have no idea. A million streams on Spotify gets you like three thousand two hundred dollars. On that's, on Apple it gives you like five thousand. That's trash. For a million streams, that's that trash. That is trash. Bro. Yo, niggas is basically paying you like a three percent of what you. Bring um, to their fucking pop. All my homeboys with music, I'm gonna put your SoundCloud on play while I sleep. Just, I need to help you. Facts. Repeat. You, we need Repeat it. Yeah, the same record. Repeat That's the same record. That's just crazy, bro. A million streams for three grand. That's crazy. But it, it probably is because music, uh, music is so. Uh, the length isn't long like anymore. What like, do you mean? Like, like music now is like two music? minutes. Because for podcasts, they be paying niggas. Like, well, they pay the people who are the biggest for sure. Like somebody just got the some murder podcast that's on Spotify just got like ten million dollars. The serious thing with podcasts is that like it's retention. Like that's yeah. a whole it's length. Yeah, I hold you, you for write, three hours. You niggas listen to hours. my voice for three hours. You listen to AB Dash say random shit for three hours. That's crazy. Not even my girl could put up with that. That's a fact. That's a fact. You know. You know what's funny about that is if any girl is like yo. I don't really fuck with you like that. I'm like, yo, I got like 20,000 people that listen to me weekly. Like, relax, shorty. <laughs> relax. It's three hours of people listening to me just bullshit. Yo, I can't wait to be, um, 
You know, some days, like, you're not in, always in the best mood. It's just, like, whatever. It's fuck it. And you're not that talkative. Yeah. I can't wait for her to hit me with the, oh, you always got something to say on your stupid podcast, though. <laughs> yeah, we get paid for this. Relax. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Relax. Two or three drinks. This pays the bills. Two or three drinks. That's what you get paid for. Facts. Bro. Two or three drinks. That's a nasty nigga. <laughs> you better get <laughs> some, like... two or three. You better get some real strong drinks, nigga. Facts. Like, what time did you even get there? Like... What's the game that plan? That nigga sound like he was at 10.30. He was trying to dip. <laughs> he showed up at 10.30. He was trying to leave. He was trying to leave by 11.30 latest. He had a show. That's the best way to do it. In and out. In and out. Like a robbery. Nobody's Bro, pleasing. No damn of doom. Oof. How's that whole bar? No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> you know how that whole bar goes. I do, but I like to think about it. In and out, like one, two, three. Nobody's please. Yeah. Nobody's. Yeah. Double on Chandra. Don't ask me how. Uh, we can Wait, hold up, hold up. What? I remember as a kid, I must have been like 16, 17. The, you were a kid then? Compared to now, yeah. <laughs> yeah you never right. look at your 16 year old self and be like, alright, fuck that kid. Not really. Not all the time. I was playing Minecraft or something back then, so. At 17. That's what you were going to say? That's all you were going to say? That you are playing Minecraft at 17? <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Minecraft. <laughs> this nigga, nigga, we got sponsored by Minecraft. We'd be making big Y'all niggas already know we got the, we got the bag and we get involved by Minecraft. You be, you be seeing nothing but like Minecraft posts That's on Instagram. That's a fact. And I'm, like, I'll post it. Minecraft every fucking 30 minutes fact. on my story. I'll never talk about clothes again and we got the Minecraft <laughs> Fuck bag. clothes, nigga. <laughs> fuck we got that, that Minecraft Fuck um, out of here. That one nigga just saw me, heard me bite that fucking halls like crazy. <laughs> it's not even a halls, it's a Ricola. Ricolas are better, nigga. They're just more expensive. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I've never seen somebody with a Ricola. Well, Haas is like more name brand. That's whatever. Uh, Yo, speaking of that, like, I looked in my pantry the other day, my medicine pantry. Yeah. This is season seven finale, by the way. Yeah, fact. <laughs> there was, um, this shit, it was just Tussin. It wasn't Robitussin. It was just Tussin. Oh, this nigga got the great value <laughs> Robitussin? <laughs> I was like, yo, the fuck is this? <laughs> nigga just makes raw honey and, like, ginger and is like, here. That shit's fire. <laughs> that shit would be fire. Maybe. I don't like ginger. The, I don't like the taste of ginger that much. Nah, you only need a little bit, too. I started uh, uh, squeezing oranges every morning now. I, I'm like five days like in. Like freshly orange, like squeezed orange juice? Yeah. Oh, get yeah. fresh squeezed orange juice, mix it with honey. But uh, the thing is, like... Honey? Yeah, the thing is, oh, like... this is like a psychopath. The thing is, is that I have to warm the orange juice... To make the honey like oh this nigga is dead ass a psychopath how so you put, how you put a, a fruit that already has mash sugar in it with honey in it nah cause like <laughs> the natural oranges they're not that sweet I guess they're like okay sweetness I guess well now you guys know uh, AB Dash's morning routine before he goes to work load oh, up on sugar nigga load up on sugar no crash though cause it's vegetables uh, it comes from nature we can transition this the kitchen out of album Bubba drop Friday. Friday, yeah, it dropped Friday. Shout out Bubba, shout out the Free Nationals. Uh, seventeen song album, fifty one minutes. That uh, shit felt like a movie. Nah, I'm, that album was good though to me. I like the the other one before this one. I think it was like ninety nine point nine percent or something yeah, like yeah. that. That album was better to me because I like the production on the album better. But this album was really good. He had, he did really good. Well, he always does good with like features. Um, my favorite records on there was Ten Percent, Kaliuchi. Great Eric McJenkins and then uh, Oh No with Estelle. I, really and like, I haven't heard Estelle in forever. I really like, yeah, we talked about that last week. We were like, yo, what, what's that track in the sound? It sounded good. It, it sounded, sounded really, good really good. And I really, really like that Caliuchis and that, that McJenkins track surprised me too. I don't know why. It's because you have like this, uh, this fucking preconceived nah, shit. No, it's because you're, you're only as good as your last project. And, and McJenkins' last, last project was hard. 
You're last... thinking about the project before the last yes, project. Yes, the last project that I you heard. heard. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. The last project, the last uh, project that you heard was. Yeah, I wish I knew how to spell Katrinada. Nigga, it's K Tran and then Ada. That's it. Whatever, bro. Nigga, don't know how to spell Nada. Yo, that Charlie Day Wilson song, What You Need, that, I like that one too. That, this whole this whole album was good. Like out of the seventeen records, I think I put like ten, maybe yeah. ten or twelve in um, there. I felt like less enjoyment on the latter half of the project. What do you mean on the on the second half? Yeah, like I was going through it. It's one of those just like um, let me see, let me see. Like substance wise, it wasn't really dragging me in. There. Oh, I like the two to the music with Aman Amari. I like that record a lot too. Uh, see, that's our, it's it's jam packed in, yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, uh, but the, th- like the even, thing is, even the skateboard P track at the end, I was like, I didn't like that I didn't record. Really like I didn't like that record. It, it sounds like somebody. All right, it sounds like Kachinada made what a Pharrell. That's exactly would sound what I was like. gonna say. I was like, he didn't, he didn't make the house sound that he normally makes. He just made a sound that Pharrell already sounds yeah. like. It's it, like that just sounded like a Pharrell song. It was like he was trying to convince him to get on it, but like, hey, bro, basically, get on it's, this. It it's, it's, like it's basically like feed, just feeding him the, the yeah. record that he knows he, he would already get it's on. Subliminal messaging, bro. And I would I would love to hear what both of them would do as pro, uh, like production wise together if they like both mixed in. Yeah. But it's kind of like I don't know. Maybe niggas get nervous around Pete because it's like, alright, nigga, I, go, I looked up deep my whole life, so I would just do whatever you say. Fact. I don't know. When I was listening to this, it sounded like um. The Twitch streamer music. It doesn't? I, I like I like his shit a lot. That's the type of shit they play. They play a lot of electronic shit. A lot, a lot of house music. Yeah. The, the thing that I like about Keichonada is that the the plus that he gets is that the music is easy to listen to. But that's I also was, a negative. Yes. I would say that like if you put this front to back at like a chill party, yeah, nobody no, was saying that. Nobody was saying that. I told you that. It's, it's no, fine. the the one day we went to the rooftop bar with yeah. your cousins, they had a whole kitchen out of set with which literally just was a SoundCloud playlist. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, I, this shit. People this were shit feeling it. it. I was liking it. It was a good mix, and it was just kitchen out of shit that he mixed himself, and this nigga's getting paid to do that. Legendary. <laughs> that that is on Yeah, we gotta start going to parties just playing like fucking. Kechonada mixes? Yeah, and, and DJ Slim K. I mean, that, that guy probably got paid like four or five hundred dollars to do that set that night. And that's it. And all he did was sit down on SoundCloud. It's easy bread, bro. Five hundred bucks a night to entertain white people. I ain't no slave though. And think about it, and think about it like this, nigga. If you're a, if you're a popular DJ. And you, you can ask for more you for can, sure. Paris doesn't get paid a million dollars to do a fucking DJ set. All she has is a preset playlist, and she just plays it. She didn't even make that. She playlist. didn't even gotta be there. Paris Hilton has been in and out of rehab so much. She's missed out like on mad music. I don't know anything about her. I just know that she get paid a million dollars for per uh, per set that she does. I don't even think she's been to rehab. I'm thinking I'm just chatting. <laughs> Truthfully, how do they got? Is is Paris Hilton like from the Hilton Hotels family or something like that? How the fuck them niggas got money? I don't know, bro. Damn, we need an intern. Not, we yeah, need an intern. Because this nigga just ate a full pub sub. Now this nigga moving I ate half nigga. a pub sub. Nigga moving in slow-mo. And he wanted to eat a slice of pie, too. Yeah, we, sh- <laughs> we should have got a slice of pie. Hell yeah. no, nigga. Yo, guess her DJ name. Guess her DJ name. I don't know. P-H? DJ Hilton. That's not bad. <laughs> That's very lazy, but it's not bad. <laughs> bro, it's pretty bad. Yo, she signed to Warner Brothers. And Cash Money. All right. All ba- right yo, baby just bro. get money from everybody. I don't blame you. It should not take this long for you to find out how she got this money. It should be like the first link yes. on Wikipedia. Yes. She's from the Hilton's Hilton hotel, hotel family. Yes. Okay. There you go. We got to get Xavier and Paris Hilton together. So I think we got to stop Venmo and chicks. He, he, yo, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this on the pod, but 
<laughs> if, you're, if you have to preface that, you're not supposed to say that on the pod. He's, he's spending Christmas Eve with the fam and another holiday with somebody else. Damn, it's quiet. <laughs> um, uh, Rick Rubin and uh, Under 3000 had a sit-down interview. Also, I don't know where the fuck Rick Rubin just started automatically doing podcasts out of nowhere. No clue. I thought it was just like a one-off thing. Yeah, the, I thought it was a one-off with thing him with and Kendrick. Yeah. Well, with Pharrell. I didn't yeah, know he too. did one with Kendrick. Oh, he did one a while ago. Yeah, man, long ago. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Um, it was back when nobody cared. So he gave, yeah, it was back when niggas wasn't really doing that type of numbers off a of, Oh, didn't know they could do that type of number off yep, a of podcast. Yep, yep, yep. Because I think that was like when we had the other, other podcast. That was like 2015. That was like before Damn. Yeah. It was just after T-Pep. Um, so Three Stacks had an interview with... Um, Foreshadowing. Facts with uh, Rick Rubin, and he was speaking to his uh, his troubles with uh, with creating. He he said, uh, "I haven't been making uh, much music." Um, man, you gotta say the man. Well, hold on, I couldn't see the whole thing because I got this shit cut off. So I just was reading what I can see. I haven't been making much music, man. My focus is not there. My you confidence is not there, bro. I, you do it, then, nigga. <laughs> I can't give me pointers. Like, I'm gonna read this like I give a fuck at least. I can't, Damn. I, I can't, nigga. You know I gotta read slow. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he was. But the, that that is surprising to hear somebody that is revered in music to say that. Yo, I don't have the confidence to make music right now. Yeah. Like literally I mean, anything um, he put out right now, nigga's gonna be like, yo, that shit was crazy. Like his last verse on. Ventura on the fucking Anderson Park album. Yep, yep. That shit was a hard ass verse, and you telling me that you don't have the confidence you know, to make Ventura, that shit. He was on Erica Badu's project a few years ago. Yeah. He was on the Blonde. He was on fucking. He was on Blonde on what? He's on the solo reprise, which is like, eh. Nigga, I'm talking. Oh, he had a verse, not what he just did, because he does mad. No, he did the he did the whole rap. Oh, because yeah. I know I know he was on Thirty Hours just doing ad libs. Thirty Hours doing ad libs. What else was he? he was on the James Blake project? Yeah. He had, he, no, he's been rapping. No, he's been rapping, yeah. but I'm, the, I think the, people the, are look, the tribe album. I think people are looking for him to make an album. Album. I'm not really because I know that he's. I, I, you, look, you if he want, if he it. wanted to make one, he would have yeah. made he would have made one. Yeah, but he was just saying like. Uh, like, like he just all he does is just sit at the piano and just records him just making whatever sounds that are put through his fingers and he just yo. plays it on the piano. He just it, this nigga is the best at saying that he just does he just bullshits. So he plays clarinet at the airport. That's dope though. That's fine. That nigga be his own world. That's yeah. dope. That's what I mean. Like the shit that we find like extremely dope about him is like it's kind of like that thing where like. You think that you're not as good as everybody else thinks you are. Like, everybody has that thing. Like, I'm not yeah. as good as everybody else thinks I am. And that's a good thing to have. So, you don't want to be the nigga be like, yeah, I'm the best at this shit. Facts. And be coming in third place. Yeah, facts. Oof. I feel like you have somebody in mind for that one. Um, I, al- I don't fuck with niggas who lose in third place. He also was talking about, uh, he also talked about um, how maybe it's a history handicapping him, too, as well. I mean, that is a lot, because, nigga, you have, like, one of the most iconic groups of all time, yeah, so they're going to put your music up to that always. You got diamond albums. Facts. Like. Then that's, and that, like, just saying that, there's not, there's people to this day that don't got diamond albums. As much as the stream service shit that y'all yeah. see, there's niggas, that, I think the last nigga who got diamond albums might have been, like, Outkast, to be honest. DMS has uh, one. Outkast has one. In terms of, like, a whole album. Not many people. Surprisingly, you know what hip hop album? I think Post Malone got a diamond. You know what hip hop album has like twenty million? Illis. Nah, Illis. Nah. You mean License to Ill? Nah, it's um the Fugees, the first album that came out. She had like twenty million copies sold. Dead ass. Yeah, the Killing Me Softly joint. Ooh. I forgot what that album, I forgot what the album name is. Niggas gonna kill me for that shit. Um, but that album has a lot too. Can't wait for someone to say the Far Side. 
Farsight does not have a diamond album. I can tell you that right now. Um, he was, but basically, he was talking about he doesn't want to just. Uh, from what it sounds like to me, he just doesn't want to put out music just to put out music. He's and that's a good space to be in. It. He's got to wait for every Outkast fan to die. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> he not outliving every Outkast fan. The fuck. Um, but I, I respect that though. Like you're not putting out shit just for the fact of putting out shit. Like sure. I'm not doing it to chase a bag. I'm also interested in how this nigga yeah. got a bag, but I'm be counting this nigga fucking pockets. The last thing he put out on his own free will was like some random Mother's Day shit. Oh yeah, he did have yeah. that Mother's Day pack with like three, like three records. And like on one of them shits is one of them shits is just 18 minutes of him playing the clarinet with James Blake on piano. That's exactly what he just told you that <laughs> yeah. he does and just records it on his iPhone. So that's that's funny to me to be honest. But that could be that maybe like that wasn't received well. Like what he was trying to do there in that space. Yeah, so the I niggas, like it. I think that, that that's better reserved for you not like putting it out as like a project. It's just yeah. like just throw that shit on SoundCloud and just that's, let that yeah, shit. Yeah, I rock. think that's where it went. Now I think it's on um, streaming platforms, ain't it? Nah, it's not. Nah. Well, then he did it right then for sure. Like that's just something that, like you wanted to put out that you've been working on for a while. Also, how the fuck did James Blake get cool with under three thousand? I don't know, but apparently they're pretty cool. They've been on each other's shit. I've been in Soho a billion times, never seen three stacks, but I see everybody post pictures of him in Soho. That's um, not fair. That shit got me kind of tight. Just wait at the airport. Because there's only like four niggas I would ever take a picture with, or ask to take a picture with, and he's one of them. And Danny DeVito's the other one. I'll definitely take a picture of Danny DeVito. <laughs> only, only because of, I didn't know that Danny DeVito was like an internet sensation, my nigga. I thought we were just joking oh, on that shit, and then like I found out... Through other people, like yo, that nigga is like people beloved on the internet. People fucking. Love I didn't. I did not know that. I just thought we used to bullshit about it. I didn't know that people fuck with Danny. People with also Danny love like We man. From Jackass. Yeah, people. Fuck that nigga still alive. I thought that nigga yeah. died. Nah, it's um, I can't remember his name, but the one from Austin Powers. Oh, the old man from Austin Powers. He passed. I think his name is Vern. He passed. Vern, away. I think it's, it is Vern. It's Vern. But Look We at, Man is still alive. He actually like. Made a post on Reddit back when Vern passed away. He's like, hey, I didn't die. That was not me. <laughs> I didn't even think it was because of him. I just thought he died. Like, most of people from Jack died. That's not true. It's a, a few oh, of them oh, that died. Oh, like one. Two. Who? It's just that Ryan Dunn and somebody else. Uh, look, you just said only one. Yeah, just one. You just said him and somebody else. That's nah, two, nah, nigga. I was thinking of Paul Walker. Uh, this nigga, <laughs> relax. What's up with you, fucking Paul Walker? Um... <laughs> Yo, they CGI'd him into the movie, bro. That's crazy. What you think they were gonna do? Not make the movie, nigga? This is fucking yes. Hollywood. Nah, <laughs> nigga, they, they, that's a billion dollar movie. No way they was gonna let niggas. They should have just skipped the Fast and Furious Nine. Honestly, I would have made half a movie and then just made the yeah. other half of there. Make it an EP. Niggas said make it an <laughs> EP. Short film. Um, we can transition this to whole 2019 playlist, which is always fucking interesting oh, to me shit. with the music that this nigga listens to all the time. Um, what's on? What's something on here that like struck you as odd? Uh, let me see. I kind of struck me as odd that he had Tyler on there. It's only forty songs. Yeah, it kind of struck me that he had Tyler on there. Like I like Tyler a lot, but maybe I didn't know that. Like he's got a lot of little TJ. Who the fuck is little TJ? I have no idea. Little Tekka? Nah, little TJ. You know little Tekka? I know little Tekka because my little cousin. I told you my little cousin came up to me. And he was like, "Yo, who's your favorite rapper?" And I was oh, like, yeah. "Yo, Jay Z." He was like, "Mine's little, little Tekka. Tekka. And I'm like, "Who the <laughs> fuck is that?" Um, let me see if, if there's any like uh, standouts. It's kind of funny that you got your wife on there. Um, I mean, she makes good music. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, it's from the Lion King soundtrack. Fuck out of here. Who else? Uh, it's nobody that really strikes me like that. It's nah. dope that he has Snow Allegra on there, and he has the song on Snow Allegra's album that I like like the most. 
Um, the intro? Yeah, that intro record is really hard. It's weird. Yo, he got the Kanye song out there. What song? Follow God. Oof. See, this is how I know Hope you paying on, attention. My, my son got Rock Marciano on there at number 38. That's what I'm talking about, Hope. I also find that uh, this thing got Pop Smoke on that shit. Yeah. Damn. Um, I don't know who Lil TJ is at all. Like, that nigga knows more about music than I do. And he, he fucks with Lil Baby heavy. I mean, Lil Baby make good music, though, to be honest. All right, it, it sounds similar, but he makes good music. It's kind of like the Kitchen Island shit where it's easy to listen to of the music. Like, he just stays in the pocket of that music and just lets it rock. Baby on Baby? That's that's the baby. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> not little baby. What about Young Boy Never Broke Again? He's on here. I don't NBA know who that is. Boy. Who the fuck NBA is that? Young boy. Oh, that's what it stands for? Yeah, Never Broke Again. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm surprised that he has him and T. Grizzly on here, to be honest. But he does like T. Grizzly. Uh, Maxo Cream is another person that I'm pretty surprised that he has on here. A lot of people like Maxo Cream. Um, Pop yeah. Smoke. He's got that Summer Walker Bryson Tiller song on here. I know you love that one. I don't listen to Summer Walker like that. Like, I know a lot of people like her music, but I'm not really, I'm not really like, heavy on it. He has a few records on here that, that I'm like, oh shit, like, that's definitely, like, he has the Solange Benz record on there. That's He's a got two Solange records. He's got the one with Playboy Cardi on it. Yeah. Uh, Therefore, Playboy Cardi is Jay-Z's favorite rapper. <laughs> I like that he had Drake and uh, and uh, Ross on there with Golden Roses, but then he had them on with Money in the Grave. I don't like that record at all. You like, I like Money in the Grave over Golden Roses. Nah, I like Golden Roses over that, that other record. It's just the beat sounds better to me than Money in the Grave. Money I, in the Grave just sounds like I just like record. I just like hearing money in the <laughs> I, that, that's what I don't like about that <laughs> shit it's too repetitive I don't like I don't like that shit at all he has my favorite uh, record off of the Perfect 10 album with a Mustard and Nipsey Hussle oh bro per- I didn't notice that he had um, Highest in the Room on here yeah I saw he had Highest in the Room on there I don't even like that shit they play it. the thing is I think like he Travis suffers from the same shit that Drake suffers from me is that filled up with ideas your your music is too accessible to everybody like not accessible but it's too saturated like everybody doesn't sell it your record so I hear that all the time so I get to know about it I can see that it's I like if everywhere I'm going I'm hearing your record I'm like, yeah like I'm cool dude. I'm cool this isn't like the 2000s bro, he's but like, got a rush track on here no you're lying bro it's what, uh, what number, number is 13 it? Damn, I, I didn't even see it. I didn't even right, see it, to be honest. It's been cool rocking with you. You've been canceled. Yeah, I've never listened to Russ music. Is that is his music genuinely as bad as people make it seem? I've never listened to Russ music. All right, we, we got to listen to it. When, when we're back from the break, I'll, I'll have listened to like one record, one or two records, and I'm going to see how, how his music is. Are we going to be the Russ Avengers? This this could be something that niggas just, like, just go along with, just to go along with. For the for the sake of going along with Damn, it, so we really gonna be Russ Avengers? Maybe I don't. If his music is good, his music is good. I don't give a fuck. I mean, he made it onto Hov's radar. I mean, there's a few records on there that I don't really give a fuck about that's on Hov's radar. But like the Lion King one, I do respect that he. What's his coffee one? Kofi. Kofi. He, he's a um. I think he's a. a Kofi. He makes um Afrocentric music too. Uh, I think he's. I think he might be from Nigeria or he's Nigerian and might might be from London. Yo. I know what this is. Who? Jay-Z, he's pulling strings. These are all the Grammy winners. <laughs> I mean, put a, put a stamp in it. Maybe it is. That I don't know what the that, fucking... That's, that's my hot take. Intuition this nigga has right now. That's not even a hot take. Cause what's the hot about that shit? That's just like a this guess. Is, this is Jay-Z announcing all the Grammy winners. So everyone on here... Who Roddy is Rich not, on there? Who is, yes. Who is nominated for a Grammy will win theirs. No. I mean, Roddy Rich got like 50,000 Grammy nominations, so he <laughs> well, he's, should he's win one. win at least one. Yeah, I wonder what's the most that the a person's been one. nominated and not won. 
Like you got like ten nominations and one, like one in of, one year and one overall and one not one year like one year. Who has the most nominations and never won one? I just typed in most Grammy noms, no win. You know, see what it is? Who's number one on that list? Brian, Brian McKnight. How much Brian McKnight got? Seventeen. And he got none. No wins. Damn. How much Nas got? I don't even think Nas gets nominated. Nah, Nas doesn't got a Grammy. No, he, I don't even think he gets nominated, though. That's what I'm saying. Snoop Dogg has 16 nominations. And never has won one either? No Damn, you, Snoop's the 100% should deserve that shit. Because Snoop is like one of the most diverse artists yeah. to this day. Um, I'm not sure if you know her, but I know C's knows her. Uh, Bjork has... I know who Bjork She is. has 15 noms, no wins. Yeah. I only know who Bjork is because I see all the fucking hoodies all the time. Uh, the Bjork hoodies. And I used to think that shit was a, uh, a Dior hoodie. Here we go. Nas has not thirteen noms. And none, no yeah, I know Nas. Nas is like Nas is like the Leonardo, the Leonardo DiCaprio. He has to yeah. win one eventually. Diana Ross has no Grammys. That's bullshit, for real. Yeah, she definitely should have won. She's one. got a lifetime achievement award. Damn, you give a nigga a lifetime achievement award, no Grammy. That's yeah. crazy, bro. Busta Rhymes got twelve, no Grammy. No. Nicki Minaj has ten, no Grammy. Alright. Who else? Uh, what was notable on there? Tupac six. Alright. Pac died early though, so and Pac died when there wasn't even a time the niggas was boom, getting boom, boom, boom. nobody cares Grammys. about Morrissey, please die already. Jesus. Run DMC, no Grammy. Also Run DMC was uh, coming out of time where they weren't in hip hop like Jimmy that. Jimi Hendrix, no Grammy. Was that Grammys around when Jimi Hendrix was alive? Yeah. I guess I and didn't know that at all. That's all the like super notable ones on this list. Yeah. And I'm not I'm definitely not clicking on another one. So article. the first one was who? They had the most 13. Brian McKnight had 13. Shout, shout out to the fucking Brian McKnight. Snoop was 16. Now, nah, Snoop cool. should definitely have one. 100%. Snoop should at least have one. One least, one. Definitely for his debut. For sure. Um, I guess that's a good transition to do the top 10 albums of the year. Oh, shit. Hold on. I'm going to look up a randomizer. <laughs> like a number randomizer. And you're just going to put all of them in there? Or you already have this set up? I, I, have like the, already no, I have the numbers. All right. So... Nah, fuck it. Let's just go in order. This isn't fun. We're going, uh, we're going from 10 to 1. So, 10, who do you have at the album of the year right nah, here? No, you started off, bro. I, got, I don't even got my app open. Um, 10, I have Bad Bunnies. Uh, por Siempre. Por Siempre. X, por Siempre, isn't it? X100 Pre. Por Siempre. Yeah, uh-huh. That's, uh, that's pretty clever. I, I have that album as the... Um, that's, like, super off-field for us, but I feel like that album... For what, for what, like that that reggaeton dembo music sound is like right now? Dembow. If it's not dembow, nigga. <laughs> dembow. Um, I feel like that album was definitely a different take on that for sure. Like, I, AB Daz just told me last week that he has a record on there that sounds like Blink One Eighty Two, and nice. it legit had it. Like, he it does, was he does fuck around with so many different styles. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty versatile, and he his songwriting ability is really good to be honest to me he can make hits he, like, he makes ass. he makes good music the thing the thing is ass. within the hits he can make like a heartfelt shit too as well like on fucking the Kaita record at the end where he does the he does the how you make it a hit and then between the hit you make that shit a b-side like r&b record and then go back to the hit and no way that I see, bro. Yeah, facts. Like, yo, that's... <laughs> every time that part come on, that shit is a vibe, nigga. Every time. <laughs> Everyone's felt every that. Every time. That's the thing. And, uh... And he he actually has really good beat production. Because not every, it's not like a classic reggaeton record where the album... The beat is going to be the same thing where it's two drums. And then they bring in the back. And then it's just... Oh, like, no. That classic uh, Latin beat. Like, boom. Yeah. It's the same shit. Um, Number 10, AB Dash, we got? Number 10... I had to get in my non-hip-hop bag. 
I got a well, folk I'm, album. I mean, we both have non-hip-hop at number 10. It's uh, Miss Angel Olsen, All Mirrors. If you like listening to sappy white women sing about their problems. Lana Del Rey? If you want to listen to talented white women sing. You like Lana Del Rey? I like Lana Del Rey. I, think I'm I, like, I like her. I didn't like her album. No, I didn't listen to her album this year yet. I haven't listened to it. That's, the that's album season. before that one was good, though. That season's number one. That season's number one? I think yeah. the season's number one was Billie Eilish, nigga. They're tied. <laughs> No, but that one is top, one B. That one's top in list this year for sure. What the Lana album? Oh yeah, yeah. it's, it's on a, a lot of people's top of list. Yeah. I have to listen to that. Album. I actually like her music. I'm lot. probably being mad harsh, but like I, I prefer like if I had to pick between this Angel Olsen and that Lana one, I'm picking this. Angel you gotta Olsen. give people some background on what the Angel Olsen is. I've never heard of her at all. Is she's, that a woman? This yeah, is a band. No, it's a woman. She's just her and her like guitar. Is, she like Kevin like Parker. She does everything. I don't know. If she does everything. I know she plays the guitar. That's uh, like, oh, I'm not sure I'm gonna give her credit for. All right. But she makes songs like that. She sings about her daddy. Mm-hmm. It's some like it's some, some issues. So it's, it's a mood. It's a vibe. So it's like a more emo folky vibe than I would say so. Yeah, because uh, you know, Lana sometimes getting her. Oof! I want to snort cocaine and fuck somebody's dad. That's Lana's vibe. I guess. Um, <laughs> number nine. Uh, you pop off on number nine. Who you got number, number nine? Number nine. I got a grime album. Alright. I got slow ties. Nothing great about Britain. What I like about this one is that it's everything. Slow Ties is the nigga name? I thought that was the whole album nah, his name title. Is slow Tie, yeah. <laughs> slow Tie. Slow Tie. I thought you said Slow Tides. No, it's all Slow right. Tie. Slow Tie, alright. Like, like a Thai person. Alright. Taiwanese. But he's slow. It's Slow Tie. <laughs> I, I, I get it now, yeah. So it's basically everything that the Skepta album wasn't. But it's got like a super. <laughs> this nigga can't give a compliment <laughs> without giving <laughs> Keep going, keep going. Skeptic album came out this year? Yeah. Damn. Ignorance is Bliss. That's what it was called. That shit wouldn't even crack my top 50 right now. Bruh, that's keep, not... keep going with but this. This album is just like, it gave me a lot of what I was missing. Because mm-hmm. I fuck with like UK culture. I like, especially I like, like Yeah, especially like that, that stuff is cool. Yeah. And I like, he has like a, like almost like an off kilter flow. Mm-hmm. Like the way he rhymes on the beat. It almost reminds yeah, me like, of um, G Herbo. Not not like that offbeat. It's almost like prodigy type shit. Right, but like right. with super, he, you you remember Wiki? Yeah. He kind of like raps like it's that. It's like offbeat, but you're in pocket still. He's still in pocket, yeah. Kind of like three stacks. So like the song is always interesting. What he's rapping about is always interesting. Yeah. But like because he's from the UK, like sometimes I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I like that shit about some songs yeah. though. I like that. Like, it's so, just like the Fr- the French band that I would listen to the uh, uh, Colt. Yeah. That I, I like it sometimes, but I don't want to listen to the record. But I don't want to know what you're saying. But I need lyrics there. Yeah. Sometimes like the just beat enjoy is really it. good. Yeah. So that's what I really like about this. That's the, my number nine. My number nine is uh, you know what you what is it? you know what I'm saying is the Danny Brown record. Um, I still think about that. The, combat track. The what? Combat. Nah, combat. This album. Our first listen when we when we came into the podcast, I think I listened to it maybe once or twice. Uh, I didn't like I thought it was a decent album, but after listening to it more times, giving like listen to it in the car and shit like that, the beast was like really really well done, really well done. Bro, that one that's just a guitar riff. I think it's like Savage Nomad or something. I think it's Savage Nomad. That that's one of my favorite records on there. Um, that album was that that Danny Brown album was done really really well, and it came in at the right time too, cause like this year was like it was for the opening for everybody, especially for this top ten. I feel like last year was way harder than what it was this year, to be honest. Like, it was easy yeah. for me to crave a top 10 right now. Yeah, because there's not that much great projects yeah. out right there now. was a lot of okay projects. For sure. Like, think about it. I was going to wait till later, but even in, like, pre-production, yeah. we didn't say Scooby Q once. No. 
And a lot of people do like the Crash Talk album still though. I like Crash Talk album, but if I did if I did have to put that in like a landscape of like every album that oh, I've heard this that's year. Two pods in a row. This man says landscape. This it would be like mm, I don't know, like 25, 30. Like that the album was good, but it is not it's not top ten worthy at all for sure. Well, I've got a whole list of honorable mentions that would push Crash Talks like thirty. We'll do the honorable mentions at the end. We'll give the honorable mentions. Um, so you're number eight. Wait, what was your number eight? Oh, you know what I'm saying. I, doubt, I didn't number, no, that was on number nine. It's your number eight. Well, you just did the number nine, nigga. Nigga, your number nine was uh, slow, slow tie. tie. Yeah, so we're still on number nine. I had my number nine. So I got to give number eight? Nah, or you want me to go again on number eight? No, nah, I'll go All right, number, so number eight. eight. Fuck out of here, dude. The fucking number eight. All right, number eight is the Men I Trust album. It's called... Uncle Jazz. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's like a Jazz. smooth. I don't. I don't know what album that is. Yeah, it's like a smooth type of shit. Think of like a more laid back in a wave, Tam and Paula bag, yeah. where it's just like clean mm-hmm. melodies, stuff like that. I really enjoyed this one because it's one of those ones we were talking about. It's easy to listen to. It's long. This shit is like over an hour. That's crazy. That 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 is like a definition of a long album now. Over an hour. That is a long album. Nigga, album is supposed to be an hour and ten minutes, an hour twenty minutes. You are. Biased by the Irishman. Nah, the Irishman was good. But I'm saying, like, look at look to past albums. Like, Illmatic has to be like an hour 45 minutes. Illmatic is 44 minutes. It's 44 minutes, bro? Yeah. You're bullshitting. Illmatic runs go, do it, do it, do it. Do it? Yeah, you go, go look at it. How do you have tw- 12 records with three verses and that's just 44 minutes? Those verses are like three bars each. No, not three bars each. Nigga, you're trying to make it sound like Uzi Vert or some shit right now? Illmatic is 39 minutes. No, you're bullshit. No way Illmatic is 39 minutes. This nigga's chatting. Hold on. Bro, I got, it's 30, I got hold on. My, that's what Google says. I got to do, I got to do 10 my. tracks, 39 minutes. Damn, that album seems way longer than that. It's 39 minutes, 51 seconds. Let me see what Reasonable Doubt was. Then. All right, that's, that's different. Now, I'm trying to like preference it from that time when, the, when like you would put 12 albums, I mean 12 records out in the album. Um, dude, length. Dude. Let me see. Pause. Uh, reasonable Doubt... Oh, that was the movie. Just I was about to say it was Reasonable doubt was an hour. So yeah, uh, I guess like maybe maybe we do put too much um, put, put too much on like this time now of like saying that we we don't listen to like heavy long albums. If Reasonable doubt was fifty five minutes, bro, I think fifty five minutes is more than enough. Yeah, and it's, the, the Kitchen Out just to put it in in like the same space. The Kitchen Out album is fifty one minutes. Which so is like more we, than so more more than more than that we listen to the same amount of records we just think it was longer back then because you are putting three verses on one record that was so, a different time though I do like when niggas put three verses on records we haven't heard that in a while I like when good niggas put three verses when's on the last records? time you heard three verses on a record by the same person yeah yeah, yeah. it's been a minute yeah I don't know I can't off the top of my head I can't I can't give it to you but you'd be lucky to get two from Earl <laughs> no you lucky to get a song for more than forty five seconds that you can understand from Earl nigga. <laughs> um, we still on number eight, right? Yeah, number eight. Number eight, I have Solange when I get home. This is your number eight. This is my number eight. Oh, dog. This is my number eight. I had to switch that number eight because the album that I have on top of that is an album I feel that was better than that album. To be honest, I I did like this Solange album a lot. Um, we both said we liked this album from the beginning. It's a, it's a good eclectic listen. Like that's it's a, a, that's a great word yeah, to describe. It's, it. it's a good listen to like this isn't an album that you putting on when people are around one hundred percent. Maybe you can put bins on. And that's it, like Benz and maybe a few other records. But when you're by yourself and you just need sounds, it, I feel like Max. she put this, she made this in like a force in Bali where she just wanted to hear sounds come from different pockets of the left and the right speaker. And um, like 
out of the whole shit, I think I put almost every record from that album into my playlist, except for the skits. And some of the skits I actually put out, some like A6 Scotty, I put that out on there. You need some of the skits yeah. for, like, to go to transition into the next song. It's because the tra- the way she did it was like, I like the sound on the fucking skit. So you it, need it for the next. Yeah, one. if yeah. it's not on the next one, it won't sound right. One, two, it sounds good in itself. Like if if I'm just hitting shuffle, it's gonna sound good in itself. Um, you got Mike in your top. I, yeah, yeah, I know. I good. already know. Avi Dash have Mike on there. Uh, we can go to number six, seven, 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 seven. My number seven. He's in the same camp as Mike. He yeah. put out his like, it's like his debut. I think. Yeah, like his like label debut. His name is. Medani, it's it's either Medani or Medhane. I don't know how to say it. I don't know. I don't think I don't know what that is. Yeah, but his his project is called Own Pace. It's in that same vibe of like um that type of music that's coming out in New York and that underground shit. Mm-hmm. It's a like a lot of like choppy, loopy like Jay Dilla inspired beats and shit like that okay. with some clean raps over it. It was refreshing to hear after like all the other shit I was hearing. I feel like Crash Talk so much. How much time do you listen to Crash Talk, nigga? At least once. I know that's like a few records on Crash Talk that I go back to listen like, to a lot. All right, if we're going to say this, I like the intro. Mm-hmm. I like um, Dangerous off, Kid. I, off the top of my head, I can't do it, but like, yeah, there's yeah. a few there's records called that I play. Tales like, is hard. That's yeah. like the second track. Um, so we got like what, four. Is, is that one record that he where he talks like 45 seconds in the beginning when he it was like, Q, when you going to drop that new shit? Is that on Crash Talk? I have no idea, bro. I think it might be. Uh, if not, then that record is a record I've listened to a lot lately. Crash Talk, take one. Um, What's your number seven? That was an earlier round number seven. So number seven, the one that I had to bump down for, because I thought this album was really, really good, um, was the Dreamville, uh, Revenge of the Dreamers. That album was... I haven't gone back to it. After listening to that album, like, because the thing was, after the album came out, it's when we were in New York, and that's when... Uh, my cousins and them were listening to the album in the car, and once I started, we started listening to the album more and more and more. And that album was that album was a really really good album. Minus some verses that I would like want to take off. I don't want to hear five niggas on one record. How do you feel about that Wells Fargo track? Wells Fargo. That that's one of the records that I liked in the beginning, but after I listened to it too, so much, that hook it gets so tiring to me. That Wells Fargo hook, but the the rapping on there is really good. I like the record that they also have on there. Reason. And oh, damn, I forgot the other nigga who was on that. The the other nigga signed to Cole. It's reason and somebody else, and they're planning to rob uh, Top Dog and Cole. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I the, think it's, it's Jid. It's Jid. I, yeah. I think it is Jid. I like that record a lot on there. Um, I thought the production on there was really, really good. Um, the marketer on that shit was really good. Like niggas yeah. did they were that shit teasing that shit for months. Niggas did that shit like seven months before it came <laughs> out. Um, I also put um. And I haven't heard a collab album like that. That that was that that like that was good like that. It's been a while, man. In a while, while. Shout out Guap Dad four thousand. He was on there a lot. He's on there a lot. That was a couple verses that I wish I wouldn't have. Yeah, I can't point him out. Yeah, he was on there. He was on there a lot. I cannot point him out, but he was on there a lot. Um, what are we doing? Number six. Number six. Six. Yeah. So we got number six. Give me a drum roll, bro. Give me a drum. I'm not giving you a drum roll. Like if I had, if I had the fucking uh. It's gonna sound delayed in the mic, so don't worry about. It's that. not gonna sound delayed. It's Anyways, like we got me. Mike. Yeah, I, I expected Mike to be higher than this though. Nah, Tears of Joy. Mm-hmm. This shit made me cry. Did it actually? Yeah, there's some shit. Well, not cry, but it made me like get choked up. Not choked up. All right. It so made... nigga just made you. <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel some things. Pause in that voice too. What's up with you, nigga? All right, bro. I'm just hyper, okay? But nah, this was a really like um. 
this is not some shit you can just listen to like I've anyways. still not listened to Mike and I knew that you were gonna name that you were gonna put him on here so I was like let me listen to this Mike album before but then I fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> nigga after looking for the decades top 10 nigga that shit was that shit was yeah, that shit was tired but it's um, like if you try to look for this dude on like Spotify or Apple Music, you're out of luck. He's not you, on that. No, but if you just type Mike, yeah, he, there's a billion mics. Yeah, there's a billion mics. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this album like. Um, How do you find him then? I have to look up the name of his projects. Oh, you have to go through Google, look it up, and then hit that fucking shit to, to take you to the to the fucking. Uh, especially ESP. hard because his so all his social media is private too, so you can't even like. I fuck with that. Yeah. I fuck with that because I said that shit the other day when, when I was uh when somebody was talking to me about the podcast, which I hate when people do when I'm out because then other people ask, oh you have a podcast, what's the name of it so I can listen to it? What's it about? Uh, exactly. As soon as you ask me what's it about, I'm I'm unengaged in that in that fucking conversation off of that. But somebody was asking me, what about if the podcast blows up and then like, you guys have like millions of followers? I was like millions of followers that I'm gonna fucking uh, add. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, you know how much people have tried to add me already from like uh, just the podcast. I'm not talking to those. Man, I'm not talking. I'm cool. I'd rather have that privacy. I'll make, I'll make the the one that you motherfuckers get to see is the teletalk one. You get to see our mood board, what we fucking like Fuck. and stuff like that. But other than that, that's the intern posting. And and wait and wait and wait till I. This shit pop. Half of them bitches I follow on there now don't get unfollowed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too popping. <laughs> I already know who you're talking about. Uh, you, you get unfollowed oh, quick. I'm cool on you. But, tired um, of, he's tired of reposting your story saying fly. Nah, you want to follow. No, no, no. You I'm not talking about her. I'm, nigga, that's, that was you, not me. I just think she fly. Like, I genuinely think she fly. Oh, that's crazy, like that. bro. I don't even follow her on my personal, to be honest. It's an evil world we live in. You know, bro. you know who I follow my personal, because this nigga be, be looking Yo, for the money. Got- Alright, so you, you got, cannot say the person's name, and this nigga about the lie ass off right now. This nigga now. got post notifications, I bro. Post that shit was posted 48 seconds ago. <laughs> it was 48 saying. minutes. When That's crazy. That shit. Nigga can't like a picture 48 minutes, but the algorithm on Instagram is weird though, because like. If you oh, like a person's pick enough, every time you open up, that's the first person yeah. that's going to be popping they're, up. They're, no matter what. So that's the only reason that. I see it. And if I see it, I'm going to like it. Fuck <laughs> it. If I see it, I'm going to like it. Um, I hear you, bro. Number it's, seven. It's number six off. Number six was you. Number yeah, six is on you. I just said it. It, it was, was yeah, it was Mike. All right, number six with me was an album that I felt bad for killing off of just first listen because I wasn't in the right space for that. Um, Snow Allegra's Uh, Those Feelings Again. Honestly, this is like last year to me with, um, it was like with the Nipsey and the uh, Daytona album as well. It's like, on a certain day, Snow Allegra's album could be number two for me. Because it's just, it's just in a certain pockets, her music hits really well. She has that very angelic voice. And she has that, uh, kind of like, you know, like that Erica Badu, Janae Aiko sound. And she always picks really good beats as well, yeah. too, because uh, I, I believe Knife Wonder produces most of her shit. I think she signed the Knife Wonder. Um, her her uh, subject matter is always, like, Lovey Records. I'm a big R&B head. I, I love Snow Allegra. Her, her music is super dope. Uh, Snow Allegra actually needs to come over here so I can go to her concert. I was actually in New York when she was in the concert, but Is this her debut? I know. Uh, Snow Allegra had an album before this, to be honest. I think it might have been EP, though, before this. So this is what really took off for her. Mm-hmm. I think the last one really took off for her. Because remember, I had Snow Allegra on here last year. I had her on here last year, uh, and then I had her on here again. She was on the pod last year? Yeah. I, I played some of her records on the podcast last year. Um, Snow? Snow Allegra's really, really, really dope. Uh, I can't wait for Georgia Smith to make good music. 
I like Georgia Smith's album. It was, it was definitely she's not on the level of Snorlegra though. Nah. I think Georgia Smith is a different. She's not good at. She's not as good as writing songs. No, Snorlegra writes really good music, really, really, really good music, and she does really well of hiding what she's actually talking about because there is a record that she had on the album before this where I think it was called Home, and she's talking about her father in the record because her father passed away from like cancer or something like that. Yeah. But the record sounds like more like she's speaking towards a relationship of like a significant other, not her father. That album is really good. Um, also, most people, I think most people find out about her when on, uh, what, was the, what was the Drake album that had Passion Fruit on it? It was... Mm, more more Life. More, more life. life, yeah. The playlist. She, she was, uh, she was uh, sampled on that. That home record was sampled for, from Drake, and I think most people found her from that sample. Oh, that's pretty cool. What was the song? Uh, damn, sample. I don't fucking know. I can I can find it if you give me enough time. Like if you if you uh, if you give me my number five, I can find it for sure. DMT. Oh, you want me to give, give me number five. five? My number five. Tyler the Creator, Igor. No way, you got it at five. I got it at five. I want to see what you have at four, five, four, three, two, one, my nigga. I got it at five. I want to see at five. We Go, all know about. Give your reason for having that shit at five. No, I like this album. But oh, obviously, just, yeah, we there's no there's no if ands buts about it. I think most people like that album. This is like we said earlier in the year when we listened to this album. This Wait, is the, I take it back. This, this is a continuation of. I got a real number five. What's number five? No, he want to change it now because niggas gonna put that pressure on him. Nah, 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 nah. It's equals number four, but number five. I can't give you number four. We already. Alright, fuck it, whatever, bro. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, number five, who you, who you have at number five for real now? Number five for real? Yeah. Who did you just switch it for? FKA Twigs. FKA. I didn't listen to FKA Twigs. Album. I did see a lot of people were talking about that That album is special, bro. I, I heard I have heard that album was really good. And she was on a lot of people's uh, Decade album, too, with like, the... That shit was an experience, truthfully. Like, it's... Explain a, the experience. It's almost unlike anything else. It's like listening to, like... An art museum. Like, explain that if you can, because I don't even know how, how you would explain that. Like, there are just certain sounds that I haven't like heard put together before, and mm-hmm. it just sounds wonderful. Like this this chick made um, she put fe- the only feature is future. And That's surprising. Future future and FK Twigs. Yeah, and it's just like harmonious and beautiful. Like I did not expect. Like when I saw that future track, I was expecting something else. But when you listen to this shit, bro, it's, it like puts you in the other dimension. To be honest, I haven't heard a lot of Snow Lego records. I mean, not Snow Lego, but uh, FK Twigs records, to be honest. Truthfully, like, all that, I heard al- of- that first album, that's it. Yeah. But she doesn't have a lot of music like that. So, like, when I was coming into this one, I kept seeing it on top list, too. So I wasn't over expecting, but I knew it was going to be good, or hoping it was going to be good. And it blew my expectations out the water. I like Ruby Scott making the time. Da, da, da. Oh, you're still I'm, looking for I'm that. still looking for it. Yeah. I know the record. All right, so the record that, she, that he sampled was Time. And I was talking about how she lost her dad to cancer in 2009. But I'm trying to figure out what record it was that he took from that. The song is to Drake with freaking collaboration. Boy, wonder. Da, 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 da. Do Not Disturb. That's the record of it. That's Do the record. Um, so what are we on? Number five? Number five. Number five, I have. Uh, Benny the Butcher, the, the plugs I met. The plugs I met. That would have been. That's in my honorable mentions. The, but Benny the that album right there was a different. That's a sound that I haven't heard from in a while. That type of sound that Benny the Butcher Shit. puts out. I think Benny the Butcher is the best out of Griselda. Um, he at least had the best solo project. He definitely had the best solo project. Second, I would put um, Hitler West 
uh, Hermes 7, which is one of my honorable mentions because that album was a really good album. That's season's that, favorite album of the year. No, it's not. How much <laughs> number ones this nigga got? This nigga did a whole shit of number ones. Um, but no, that album was really, really good. Uh, Benny the Butcher just gives me that feeling that I like. It's it's kind of like Pusha T, except he's not as witty as Pusha. Like, he doesn't give you the. Benny the Butcher is more like. Pusha T is more like a, a nigga who went to an Ivy League school and just happened to so dope. And Benny the Butcher to me is like a nigga who went to community college and just so dope. They, you, you <laughs> nigga, the fuck? Because it's like you you give him, explain that. Because you're giving me different experiences to the same to the same lifestyle. Pusha T tells you, uh, like if you if you're playing on got a chef, then fuck you. Benny the Butcher is more like nigga. We pulling up to the black Balenciaga Bentley Bentley truck. Like we lit. Well, it's like different levels of. It's, success. Di- it's different level of the success that, that, that you are in. Pusha T is definitely like what Hope was like. Uh, if you don't got if you don't get men if you don't got manicures on your on your plane, then uh, switch your plane and shit like that. It's like that. It's the more luxurious. Uh, Benny the Butcher is more gritty. Griselda is way more gritty. Like, it's, yeah, so it gives you it's different, really, like, really, really, um, really gritty music. Gives you like a different dimension. Yeah, of, like, it's kind of like it's kind of how people describe like Harlem and Brooklyn niggas. To be honest, like Harlem niggas is way more flashy. That would be Pusha T's. Pusha T's flashy in a sense, but he's not like these niggas who are bust down chain yeah, flashy. Yeah. Like he's not that flashy. He's more like a dapper Dan flashy. Like like his level of luxury is yeah. My luxury level is different. Like it's it's kind of like it's the difference between the nigga who goes cops Balenciaga runners and the nigga who goes cops. Hermes throw pillows and shit, Oof, like it's, it's, it's that type of vibe. But this is the it's, that's the difference that I get. But it's is, is DJ Clark Kent versus Swiss Beats. Nah, that's not because <laughs> that's not at all. Because I fuck, I fuck with them. I feel like Swiss, I, well, if you want to play in the sense of the taste level of things that you like outside of music. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah, I was referring oh, I was to. About, yeah, then I, I understand what you're talking about because you're talking about Force Ones and then you're talking about. Like this nigga bought the fucking Tony Stark's house. Nigga. Yeah, like it's different. Statues. It's different. But I feel like both of them intertwine in the same way. That actually is pretty good uh, comparison. I've just never compared those two. Hey, but, it's um, the season finale. I was storing that one. I mean, after that trash episode we put out last week, uh, that was just the warm up game. Facts. Uh, number four, who you got? I got Igor here. Number four. My yes, real number four. Now I give you Igor's speech of why it was it does it's not as high as how I have my at Igor. But why it's not as high as yours? Well, people have Ego top three. Yeah, for a long time. And we like that album a lot. For a long time, Ego was in my top three. But then, like, when I knocked it down, I still think it's fantastic. Yeah, that album is phenomenal. I can't, like... And um, I don't even use the word phenomenal. Phenomenal. I don't even know how to spell that shit, truthfully. Like, I don't know how to spell anything, so... (laughs) Like, when I was making this list, Ego was definitely, like, one of the albums I had. One, two, three, four. Facts. Well, I told you I had my list set a while ago. Yeah, yeah, my top three was set for. But what set it apart for me is like um, what I go back to more. Yeah. And like, what moods am I in more to listen to this type of like, thing? Like I'm telling you right now, nigga. Down and there's a record that I go back to more. It, it's either Palm Olive or Running Out of Time for me this whole year. The this amount of times I listen to Running Out of Time, that bridge. Oh, no, 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 no. That shit yeah. is ridiculous, nigga. Ridiculous. Nah, he, there's certain tracks that I go back to a lot, but in terms of like an album, like complete yeah. project, like the my other three, I hit play from the beginning. And I don't stop. Yeah. Whereas the ego, I'm like, yo, I can skip running out of time. Truthfully, you wild, and that's that's probably one of my favorite records on the. I can skip I that record. Um, half a puppet. Yeah, I, can. I can skip half a puppet for real. I, uh, I can skip half a run as well. He has a record on oh, the yeah, yeah, run, yeah. right? I think, yeah. It's like the 
Jerry Carmichael skit. Yeah, shit. I can skip half of that. Um, Yo, um, on the vinyl, he has a hidden track called Boyfriend. Yeah. That shit's pretty good. Alright. Uh, What's your number four? My number four. That was, that was your number four? Number yeah, four yeah. for me was Jim Jones' El Capo. I haven't heard that shit. That album? I'm telling you, that album was the album that snuck up on me like crazy. Like, Jim Jones has the heat makers. If you don't know who the heat makers are, those are the people who did all of uh, Dipset's music from the early 2000s. They did all their beats and all their production. So, all that production that you like from uh, I Really Mean It, or Hey Mine, and all that shit was all, for the most part, was all the hit makers. So, this whole album was done by the hit makers. And just, I don't know, Jim Jones knows how to construct an album in his level. Like, the the features fit well. Like, I haven't heard a Fred the Godson feature forever. And that, that feature was well. Uh, did done well. Fabulous feature was really good on there. Jada's features, no matter what, is good on there. Find me a bad Jada verse. Um, Fat Joe's speech on there was good, but just the structure of the album is kind of like the same shit with Benny the Butcher to me. It's like you make an album to the to who you cater to. You don't step outside of that box, and that that shit is respectable to me when you don't really try to flat like something that you're not. To be honest, you don't really auto tune your voice or anything like that. You just give a niggas greedy shit, and that's what I feel Jimmy does. Jim Jones posts a lot on Instagram. He does post a lot on Instagram. Him working out, yeah. He uh. He does this thing old people do. What? Where you post a picture, yeah. and the caption is like um, the conversation of what they had. And they'll go, me. Yeah. What they say. Like, well, why, why, why is that? Nigga, he's old. <laughs> what do you mean? He's old. He's an older person. Like, Jimmy, like, probably like 40 something. They think that shit's hilarious. That shit is funny, though. No, but Jimmy does have an album coming out. I think he said he's, he's dropping the album before. And then Jimmy drops two albums that was the same uh, caliber of this El Capo album. That nigga is in the running for the top this yeah. year for like the I'm, albums I want to go back out. and listen to that. No, shit. that El Capo album. That's the album that I want Caesar to do. I want him to do that El Capo oh, album. I want him to do that album. I want him El to do Capo that review. that review on that album. Does he have a new review? But he still has a Hitler World Seven. Nah, Hitler World Seven. Coming soon, a new a new one. Maybe El Chapo. I don't know what Caesar has in mind. He might do the Billy Eilish or something. Yo, <laughs> if you want to do the Billy Eilish review. Go I mean, if you want to pop out a new review every week, niggas, niggas like that review of uh, of the Hitler West uh, Hermit Seven. Um, number three, who you got? Oh shit! Sorry, I, I left my um, list to go look at Jim Jones' Instagram. <laughs> I thought you followed Jimmy on Instagram. That's why you nah, said nah, it. Nah. Shout out to Jim Jones, man. Number three, I think this is your number one. Who's your D? I got Freddie Gibbs, Mad Lib, <sighs> Bandana. Yo, I want to see who your number two and one are because this nigga is. <laughs> On the blasphemy train right now. <laughs> all right, give you give you a soliloquy of the Freddie Gibb Bandana album. Bro, we talked about Bandana all fucking year. Like that's probably the album I went to back the most, like without a doubt. We talked about when it was coming out. Yeah. The singles when it came out. Videos. Videos. We didn't stop talking about it since. No. And it was and it lived and up valid. to exactly what it's I we were talking about. It lived up exactly to what we were talking about. Like from start to. Finish, just bars, good beats. Look, the last beats. two that you said, you said that these albums are like the best albums. For me. All right, I just want to see what your two and one are. No, it, it, it's valid to have your own opinion, but that two and one better not be like some bullshit, nigga. Chill. You, you're killing it. My number three was a album that I really liked a lot. AB Dash didn't personally like a lot. Sir Chasing Summer. That album to me was you the really like that. That album is really, really good, nigga. Like maybe I clicked on the wrong project. He he writes music very well, very, very well. And the craziest shit to me is he writes love records. The niggas don't even the niggas can't even write single. And this nigga's married. Like the record that he has, the <laughs> this nigga's married. This nigga's married. How he writing better love singles than you niggas who are single? 
Like he must be a great woman, bro. He um he also has, but he the the content of what he of of what oh, of it's he, nasty. It's not yeah, it's oh, not married love he's records. A sicko. It's him fucking other bitches records and shit like that. Um, that's just a pocket, bro. Like, it's a character. Like his record, his record with Sabrina Claudio is a great record. His record that his record L A was 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 the last uh, record on there was like one of the best closest to album in a while. I really love that record. Um. The record they had with Kendrick was really good. He had let your head down. Let your head down. I like, and I didn't even like that record initially. Also, he's besides Palm Olive and I mean besides Bandana and Igor, I think his album was the only album that I put basically every record from your album into that into that. I think I only don't have one one record from his album on there, and it's because it was a skit. Um, another really great record was the Just Got Still Blue record. It was really good. Um, the recipe record is super hard. It's basically just saying that it's basically him telling a girl that he was fucking that she wasn't in the recipe of the future of them being together. Where's Sir from? Sir's from. He's from LA. Yeah, he's from Inglewood. He's from Inglewood. They love so, naming songs. The recipe. That is true. Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> notice that to be honest. Um, Think about it. Do you Google? Yeah, but that album was a phenomenal album. Forty minutes, twelve records. That's TDE for me is like gonna to be one of the best. Like labels to come, labels like in general, like probably for the decade, for sure, super strong, for sure. Like everybody who comes out of TDE makes a classic album. Like you think this is Sir's? It might be Sir's classic <laughs> album. That that the only time will tell. But that album was really good. It's kind of like the J Rock album with me. Like that J Rock album was good when we first listened Redemption? to Redemption. No, that double O nine double O Um, that album to me when we listened to it, I think we when we had the other podcast, I was like, oh yeah, the album's cool. When you go yeah. back and listen to that record now, that record is ridiculous. And Redemption is as good as well. Gumbo. Um, shout, shout out to uh. To J Rock, so we don't really give J Rock that much love. My boy J Rock in that gym killing niggas right now. J Rock got big, nigga. J Rock got act on me. I gotta see that shit. J Rock, he just came home. Um, <laughs> number two, who would you got? My number two. This is probably someone you're gonna say, oh, that's bullshit. But Caesar will stand by me on this one. It's Billie Eilish. Yeah, Billie Eilish. Nah, nah, I'm but Caesar knows. Caesar actually told me to listen to this album. The Billie Eilish album? No, no, oh. the one, my real number two. All right, number two. So this is a dude. He's got a production credits on Solange's album. I, don't know, I already know who you're talking about. His name is Slauson Malone. It's not Slauson Malone. He's a part of the group Standing on the Corner. Yeah. This is his solo project. Yeah. This is like different from anything I've ever heard in terms of like melody, production, like song composition. Like this challenges you, challenges the listener into accepting what music is, but it's still good. It's not like that cringy, creepy bullshit what do you mean you know bro like, like when people challenge you just to challenge you like just to like say that like your my album is different yeah my album's different uh-huh. but this one is like it's conceptual it gets straight to the point yeah like I, i'm gonna slander earl real quick because sometimes like we even said it before like yo what the fuck are you talking about and some of the beats like we yeah, criticized for sure. before yeah you making a record specifically for me not to be able to hear it's not a good, not a good record just because you set out to do that. This perfects everything that is done wrong by like that group, that genre. Oh, so he makes like what you would like Earl to be making. For right sure, now. because he he doesn't rap. He's yeah. just he's a produ- It's all production. It's all beats. Yeah. And then he has people on there. Yes. So. Which is gonna be one of my honorable mentions will be Yacht Rock too because I went back Ooh. to that album. Shout out Yacht Rock. I went too. back to Yacht Rock too. If if. If it was just just based off of how much times I went back to the album, Yacht Rock 2 would be number five for me. 
Just based off of that. Um, you had anything else to say on number two with uh, Slauson? Nah, just go check it out. Slauson Malone. It's called A Quiet Farewell. Um, number two, I got Igor, Tyler. Um, I felt like me and Dad's talked about this album a lot. And this album I went to back a lot. And I, it, it definitely kills all the... Everybody's opinions on Tyler. Everybody's opinions that they had before. Like, uh, you know, like, he like just he makes like stupid music. And, yeah. and, like, he just makes music for kids who just... And then you can insert the picture of whatever the fuck you think that is on there. White kids, I um, said word. The production on here was, like, bar none. I feel like this was the exact step from uh, Cherry Bomb to me. It was, it was like he learned what he wanted to do on Cherry Bomb. He had Charlie Wilson on there again. The... Fucking keys on the shit was amazing. The bridges were crazy on it. Like one at a time bridge is like one of the best bridges I've heard in forever. Um, he did rap in on Beyond Here. I do like when Tyler does a lot more R and B to me. Um, that's what he wants to do. Yeah, anyway. but I like them both though. But the thing is that I like is that he knows a lot of R and B that a lot of people wouldn't know. So he knows how to make that music. He just doesn't make R and B because the melody is what's in pocket now. And I feel like this was the, this was a great introduction to the masses of what Tyler does. Because Cherry Bomb wouldn't have been received how this yeah. is when you have a record called, uh, what's, the, what's the fucking young record? Like, when, yeah. when the chorus is you're too fucking young, I don't think it would be accepted as well. We even on, like, Flower Boy. That I think, a lot of people. Yeah, I think, this is, like, the next expansion yeah, of that. I think, I think it's more Cherry Bomb than it's Flower Boy, but I think it is a mixture of them both. I do hear a lot of Where the Fire Booms on here. And I do hear a lot of uh, whatever whatever record that was that he had with Jaden Smith on that last Potholes. I hear a lot of that mixture combining in there, where he does the rap records and then he's done the the R and B records from Cherry Bomb, but like the Kaliuchi uh, yeah, pilot. The best, yeah, to me the best example of that on Igor is when it goes from New Magic Wand to Boy with a Gun. Yeah, that's like Cherry Bomb that, and Flyboy back yeah, to back. That's mixture right there. Yeah. That's that's a good that's a good that's a good analogy right there because that is the mixture of both of them right there. Boy is a Gun is my favorite record on there for sure. The boy is a Gun. And you got Salon singing the hook. I'm cool. Like I'm cool. Um, I number one is it came down to it. I think everybody knows my number one. I think yours is the number one that people are like more. Nah, it's Solange. When I get home. Damn, you got it's it at one. one. I had it at seven. It's my number one album of the year. It's when I go back to the most. It's when I enjoy the most. I enjoy the sounds. Yeah. The textures. No, for sure. The, the so that album the was really good. That album was really, really, really good. The production on the album was really good. I can't name another album like that that came out this year. No, no. I can't name you another album like that in general. Like, even sure. in this... Like, I can name you an album that... Like, the vicinity of it. But I can't name you another album that's like that. Like, she she just did... Something different. It's like a... It's, to me, it's like a jazz... Uh, what do they call that shit? Where you don't, you don't say what you're... You don't say words. You just... Uh, scat. scat. It's like scat. It's kind of like a scat, but like an R&B jazzy scat type shit. Like... It's like a scat if it had a good production on it to me. <laughs> scat, production. Like production that I would actually like. If, if that's a better word, a better worded way to say it. Um, my number one album, Freddie Gibbs Bandana. What's your favorite track on there, and why is it uh, the second half of Cataracts? I I like Practice. It's my favorite <laughs> record on there, and that was the favorite record of mine then. Uh, I probably listened to Freddie Gibbs Bandana mm, throughout. I listened to it like three times on the plane when that album first came out. I listened to it like you three like times on the way back. Sixty listens on that shit. Yeah, I had like one hundred sixty-four listens. I I can't tell you how much this I had because it was on the Apple on the Apple podcast thing. Um, it was so much that Freddie Gibbs was my 
I believe my third listened to artist of the year, and Just number one that. was Hove, and Hove has ten albums. <laughs> like Hove has like fourteen albums that I listen to, and I have all on there. Um, now that Reasonable Doubt is on there, that hour thing is definitely like over like two hundred by now. To be honest, two hundred plays, two hundred hours of oh, listening to this. Like, two hundred plays is in, is is less than two hundred <laughs> hours, nigga. <laughs> that almost only fifty five minutes. Um, cutting it close though, but. Yeah, uh, Freddie Gibbs 100% deserves that nod to me. Like, I'm ready for the Montana album whenever the fuck he wants to put that shit out. Oh, the, the, beat, the, this, the this, beats this, is coming out yeah. soon. Uh, this, this is what, uh, this is exactly, to me, number, this why this is number one is because we waited for this album to come out since 2013. It's 2019, and it, 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 it lived up to the hype of what people were waiting for. It did better than what people were, this is better than what I was expecting, because I wasn't expecting for him to put out. Alright, it's, it's been long enough. Something. Which one do you like more, pinata or bandana? I say pinata. Pinata definitely. I say pinata. In the too. beginning, it was definitely bandana because it was more fresher. But pinata just—I don't know—that shit just hit different when that. Like his talk, his grimy talk is a little more different on that. Do you still hate Shitsville? I do not like Shitsville, man. Shitsville, <laughs> that record is not good, man. That record is. I listen to Shitsville maybe Get once. Get the fuck up out the toilets. Yeah. I listen to that record maybe once in a while, but Shitsville for me is like, that's an automatic skip if I'm listening to it. Like, just off a first, as soon as that first three seconds are, you just hit next on that. I'm cool on that. Um, it starts off really aggressive with that beat. That's why I don't like it. And then you have uh, fucking Danny Brown on the hook. Like, that, that record's just annoying to me. That's all it is. Um, that's our top 10 albums of the year. Facts. Um, Hate it. Rate it. Give us a comment on my Instagram. Not on Edwin's. D- yeah, not on mine. It's AB dash two underscore two right. underscores. Oh, it's still- AB two underscores dash. And uh, then I talk on Instagram. I'm still waiting to get and Twitter dash. Huh? Still waiting to get one. Underscore. Well, they're kicking everybody off. Uh, all I don't know play. who has AB dash normally. Um, you better hope it's a bot. Uh, yeah, I guess now we can get into the movies? decade or the movies. Oh, let's get into the movies. Let's do it. The movies. All right, go with the movies. Top you, five movies. Of the you year. have the top. You have the mo- or the whole movie list. I have to go through the movie list. Um, go right. number five. Go to your number five. My number five. Top five movies of the year. This is A B Dash's opinion. Detective Pikachu. Is that the movie where Ryan Reynolds plays the voice of Pikachu? He does a voiceover. Yes. Oh, come on, man. This shit was. Explain that. I like I like the guy from that movie though. Yeah. Uh, the actor that so, was on. Uh, what's his name? You know his actual name. I don't know his actual name, I'm, but he was on the get down. He's on the get down. That's what it was. That's so what it to is. me, this is exactly what I want from a movie like this. It's fun. It's it's simple. Like I figured out the ending like mm-hmm. in the first twenty minutes. <laughs> Like the twist or whatever. Yeah. But it's entertaining. What twist did you think that was going to be on the fucking... <laughs> nah, you, you haven't seen it. And I don't want to spoil it. Nigga, like, I'm not going to watch that movie. Right, <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. So basically, you know how the Pikachu talks, right? Yeah. It's his dad. Okay. All right, but, All right. but I Thanks figured that out really it. early. <laughs> then you should have said a spoiler on that first because of all yeah, I was in that movie. Nah, nah people, yeah. people got to use context clues. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if, if he's saying he doesn't want to spoil it, I'm like, spoil that. Then, yeah, <laughs> Nick, you should know. Fuck out of here. All right. You you can go to until you get to three, then I'll also do my top three because I don't have top five out All right. movies. Of Number the four, year. I got Toy Story four. Mm-hmm. This is I have not seen that movie yet. I would have four if that's what it is. This shit is really good. First of all, like I, I told you, this movie was good a while ago. I didn't know that like 
animation has gotten so good. Nigga, I've told like, you this a million. You, you this nigga literally crazy. told me for like 20 minutes. Niggas watch Toy Story <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> I the love anim- Toy Story. Fuck the the animation on, that Pixar does is, nigga, bar no. Who makes better animation than they do? That shit was ridiculous. Like, who makes that? It's it's funny. It's wholesome. It was very heartfelt. It was a good story. Mm-hmm. I'm not tired of the characters yet. I got some good development. Like, I wish it was longer. That's the best thing about a movie. You wish it was longer. Facts. I mean... I didn't want it to end. But I'm happy with the ending as well. It's tough to do. I guess we can get into three. Now I can get into this. Uh, three, I got uh, Lego the movie. Legoland? <laughs> oh, nah, the I Lego didn't movie? have a Lego movie. I didn't know they had a Lego movie. Is that really your three? No. My, my three would be the Avengers Endgame. It would be my three of, of, the, of, the, of the year. Damn, that's my sure. number one. Is that your number one? I was about to say, I doubt that. Um, yeah, Avengers Endgame is just a classic uh, superhero movie. I don't really like superhero movies like that, but the way that that movie that movie's done, it was this is like a very action film and shit. I like it. I like that you movie. You think a movie with Mark Ruffalo in it is going to be my top five? I know who Mark Ruffalo is, nigga. He's uh, Hulk. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I do not like that guy, so I'm gonna, to be honest. Um, number three, who you got? Number three, I got The Irishman. That's kind of disrespectful. Why? I don't think so. Well, yeah, you watch more movies than I do. I don't really watch the, I watch the same movies over and over. I think when you hear my number one, you're going to be like, all right. Oh, shit, I didn't know that Hobbs and, Hobbs and Shaw came out. Damn, that might be my number Hobbs. two. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was a movie with Jason Statham and fucking... Kevin Hart? No, it's Jason Statham, The Rock, and then uh, just Elba. Kevin Hart is not in Hobbs and Shaw? Nigga, I, I think you think about Jumanji, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only movie those two niggas are in it together. Um, so yeah, no, Jumanji two coming soon. Yeah, number three was the Irishman. Irishman. We all know about the Irishman. Yeah, we talked about the Irishman yes, recently, so we don't have to. We don't have to talk about it. Uh, number two for me was Joker. I like that movie a lot. I thought Honky uh, Phoenix killed that. Um, it was. It would have been my number one had had my number one not came out at the end of the year. Damn, we already know what it is. Yeah, we already know what it no, is. My number two is um, it's this Korean movie called Parasite. Mm-hmm. I think I've, I've actually heard of that movie. You before. would like it. The plot is really cool. It's really entertaining. It's funny, but it's also like comes from like that perspective of like mm-hmm. thriller almost of like there's certain things that happen in the movie that make you wonder like what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Plus, it's like a super well thought out. Like you ever see like um, you ever seen Ocean's Twelve? Like any of those Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven? Movie? Ocean's Eleven. I said Ocean's Eleven. That movie's really good. Like those heist movies? Yeah, I like those. I love heist movies like that. I Imagine like, like a movie like that. A heist like movie? movie? Yeah. But it's just you wanting to live in somebody's house. What? You gotta watch it, bro. I, I guess I do gotta watch it. That shit nigga confused me the fuck out of me. Uh, number one, to no surprise to anybody, The Irishman was my favorite movie Facts. of the year. Uh, to Robert De Niro, Greater yeah. Than Sign, Al Pacino. To put all those three, all, everybody who was in that movie and made it fit so well with all the big names, and to to pretty much end up that that might wrap up of the movies that these three or or with, even with Martin Scorsese, this might be his last movie that he makes with any of these actors. I think that movie is was well deserved for a movie to in two thousand nineteen to. Yeah. Grabs three hours and forty five minutes of my time and me not checking my phone to see who hit me up or nothing like that. When you I were think watch- when you were watching it, I saw this complaint, but I didn't have this complaint. What was it? When you're watching it, the the stuff they did with the aging, mm-hmm. like on the people, mm-hmm. did you notice that shit? Like, did it look weird to you at some points? Mm-hmm. Like when, when they shot Robin, when they shot Robert De Niro in the light, you can see it a little bit. But like, if that's what you focus, if that's your only fucking like knock on the three hour and 45 movie all right nigga you reach you reaching for something i didn't even notice that shit i noticed it a little bit when when um when they were transitioning to through like you know like 
the beginning when he was like when when he was younger and yes, they when put he was like on super there. young. Yeah. yeah, that's when you will see it the most. When he got and when he got older, like extremely older, you can see. But it when you got to his real age, yeah, he looked fine. He, I guess he wants to do shit. Yeah, he looks fine. He looked fine then, like one hundred percent. Oh, you can see it a lot with Joe Pesci. That's what niggas were complaining about. You could see a lot with Joe Pesci. Because Joe Pesci's old, but he's not that old, nigga. They made that nigga like he was like <laughs> two minutes away from dying. <laughs> Joe Pesci's best movie is Home Alone. That's disrespectful, nigga. <laughs> I love Home Alone, though, nigga. I watch Home, Home Alone. Home Alone is super I watch fun. Home Alone every Christmas. Home Alone is super I watch Home Alone every Christmas. Top, you know, top five Christmas movie. Home Alone is up there. Nah, Die Hard's number one. Uh, Friday after next. <laughs> that came out on, on, on. It's a Christmas movie though. It has to come out on Christmas to be a Christmas movie, That's doesn't not it? True. Or it just has to be Christmas themed. It has to have Christmas in it. Alright. Number your number one, who you got? I got Joker. That's my number one movie of the year. That's surprising. I definitely would have thought you would have had Irishman over Joker to be honest. Nah, I like the Joker more. I like um The Joker was definitely a lot more artsy than like I just like it's um that character. The yeah. Well, Joaquin Phoenix smokes yeah, every fucking that character that he, that he does. Like, he made me give a fuck about the Joker. I didn't really care about him yeah, before. Yeah, it, it is hard to sympathize with a villain. For sure, so, for sure. Yeah, I, that, that, that's, I can see that happening right there. The only thing really I have to easy. criticize... Uh, that laughing shit about. still bothers me, nigga. Like, he laughed too much on that fucking movie, dog. <laughs> Chill, bro. He's off some medication. He was off the shit. He so didn't have sure. any tussing. <laughs> so, this nigga still got the great value robot tussing. Yo, Joker off the tussing? That's insane. <laughs> that's how that's how you want to end it right there. That's what, that's what you want to end it. With. All right. Um. So now we can get into uh the decades. Now we can get into the decade album. Album albums of the decade. That was clean. Albums of the decade. Yeah. That's 2010 to 2019. 2019. Yeah. That's a decade. <laughs> Do the math. Um. My album of the decade. Well, we're not. We gotta start from ten again. We're Jesus. Doing 10 again. Oh, hold on, my mic is far away. Hold on. So, we gotta start from ten again. I don't really think we can just like talk about albums, bro. Because I can't get you ten. I can give. I can give you more. I than can 10. give you ten, but I feel bad about leaving shit yeah, out. Yeah, cause like putting it into the list of just ten, then that should be difficult to be honest. Um, Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods. Definitely not on there. If I had to try to give you Wait, 10... when was the 2020 experience? 2020 experience was... That shit is fire. 2020 experience. It had to be before. Maybe like 2008, maybe. Experience Justin Timberlake. Nah, it's Let's like see. right after Magna Carta Holy Grail. 2012. 2012 was the 2020 experience. But that wouldn't crack my top I I've cracked my top 50. My, yeah, that's the thing. We I'm have a, in my top twenty. We that that's the thing. We have no, top not. tens of the of it, but I have sixteen records right. It's sixteen albums right here. The ASAP Rocky sex tape in my top ten. <laughs> Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here with that <laughs> shit. Um, ASAP Rocky got an album since, in your top since, ten. Since Andrews to Pussy to put, right, bro. put ten in a in a in a list. All right, let's go. I'll give Tim Tim Butterflies on there. Well, if you were, if we're just running down ten, no, no, uh, no order, no order. Channel Orange is on there. Tapemba Butterfly is on there. Blonde is on there for me. My my beautiful doctor's fantasy is on there for me. So I have sure. three. You have three. Um, Good Camp Mad City. I can tell you right now. I don't have to put it in order, but Good Camp Mad City would be number one for me, no matter it's, what. It's not on there for me. It would be number one for me. Um, I, if I'm going, if I want to do one artist, 
Watch the Thrones on Honestly, there for me. I'm not going to do that because I want to put Jesus and Beautiful Fantasy. Exactly. Watch the Thrones on there for me. Pinata's on Pinata's there for on me. There for me. Currents is on there for me. The Tame Impala album. Because of the internet, it's on there for me. And if I had to put that in the number, I'd definitely put that in middle of five. Seat of the Table's on there for me. Seat of the Table's up there for me. That would be top five for me. I don't want to... It, it is hard to give decades... Because if we did a decade, we have to do like 25 at least. Honestly? 10 wouldn't be enough. Wolf is on there for me. Wolf was really good. Nothing was the same is on there for me. Yeah, you already named way more than 10, my nigga. If we're, if we're just running way more than 10, then Kaleidoscope Dream is on there for me. Acid Rap would be on there for me. 2014 Forest Hill Drive. But that's on there for me. Take Care is on there for me. Uh, Take Care. Nothing was the same is on there for me. Um, what else would be on there for me? Uh, what what haven't we named? Okay, Matt. City, Pinata, da, 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 Kaleidoscope Every Ghostface album that dropped this decade. Right. House of Balloons, on there for me. Oof. Can we just put trilogy? If we put the trilogy, that's not fair. Cause if we put the trilogy, then I have to be able to put endless and blonde in one. No, you can't. No, you don't have to. Cause they're, if you they're different. They're if different. I get both, then that that would be very high for me. Cause I like endless more than blonde, but blonde is still a really good album. But I feel like if you put them together, you'd be like, man, this shit is too long. And, nigga, and the trilogy isn't. The trilogy is <laughs> long bad. as fuck. Um. I definitely, Ibi Dash just definitely took us out of some arguments for the decade. All right, nigga, relax. He took us out of some arguments for the decade. Even though I'm, am, I am going to post a, uh, a decade list of just a 10 eventually. Probably next week. Probably next week I'll do it. And I'll put it on the Thought Talk Twitter you, you and You know how much Instagram. music came out in 2016 alone? Don't give a fuck. It's, the, it's to the point of you have to knock out albums. To do we that, gotta, you have gotta, to knock out albums that we albums that we like but aren't to the caliber of the other albums. We gotta do a tournament bracket. <laughs> I guess, but that should be hard to be honest. Alright, hold up, I'm gonna hard. do that right now, live on the pod. No, you're not gonna do that live on the pod because we have to bracket. we have to put in more albums no, 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 and no, we, CDs. We doing, we doing what's on here. Tournament bracket. We only have like here. 15 albums on hey, here. Yo, mind your business, bro. Come on. We, <laughs> That's we do, a small we, bracket. We'll do like a, a, a tournament name. Album what what album would you say you listen to the the most in the decade? Like Nothing album that decade. you went back to listen to the most, like one hundred percent. I can tell you mine for sure. It'd be Currents for me. It'd be Currents and Channel Orange for me. Or Pinata, one of those three. Kaleidoscope Dream is also on there. Watch the Throne is also on there. That's the problem. A lot of these um, albums, are mo- most of them are classic albums. I'll say because of it is a classic album. Because the internet is a classic album. Planet, uh, Pinata is a classic album. 2004-2014 is the uh, the classic album for J. Cole. Um, we have two arguably classic albums from Drake. I think Nothing Was the Same is his classic album if he has one. Uh, a Seat at the Table is undoubtedly a classic. Um, both of the Kendricks are a classic. More, uh, my Dark Twisted Fantasy is a classic album. As the Rap is, my, is a classic. Mostly, that, that's the thing. I, I, I think you have to qualify it in that. Like, if most of these albums are classic albums, it doesn't really matter what the other albums were. They were good, but you, were, you weren't on this level. Like, Oxymoron was a really, really, really good uh, album, and we listened to the album a lot. But it doesn't reach the caliber of these albums. And I hate that we keep using Schoolboy Q as a fucking, like... Example. Uh, example of, of everything. Because we fuck with Q heavy. Habits and Contradictions. That's top 25 this decade. In the beginning of this decade, top fifty. Tell us what AB Dash was doing in the beginning of this decade. Oh nine. What was I doing in the beginning? Take of this us decade? back to AB Dash and oh nine. AB Dash and oh nine was in what grade? 
shit. I don't even if know what that was. Yeah, you was in eighth grade for sure. You was in eighth grade. You was in eighth grade. It's it's field day. Everyone is crying. They're not gonna see each other again. Oh yeah, I was one of those niggas that's crying at the end of school day. Shout out to Nina Sanchez. I don't know who that is. Went to the eighth grade banquet. <laughs> I remember that shit. Still follow her on the gram. Mutuals, bro. About to have to unfollow her now. She's like a flight attendant now. She has like, she vlogs and shit. So shout out to you then. Tune in on that shit. I'm not, I don't know the name, but just find it somehow. Yeah. Eighth grade me will. Um, fuck, bro. I failed geometry. Got kicked into regular math. My son definitely had the nose piercing at that time. The lip oh. piercing at that time. I had the lip piercing the year after. <laughs> My freshman year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. People who don't follow you on Instagram, I wonder what they think you look like. After that nose piercing. Maniac. Nigga said a maniac. Imagine like um, Danny Brown with the old haircut. That's what I look like. <laughs> Nigga, you don't like And the teeth. You don't like Danny Brown with the old haircut. Mixed with a little Ricky Martin, though. And some, um, the subway nigga who was touching kids. All right, <laughs> this nigga just compared himself to a fucking pedophile. What a, what a weirdo. Appearance wise, that's all. Um, or like Paul Blart. The the, what who who dominated the decade as a as an artist? It had to be Drake. El Drake. Yeah, it had to be Drake. One hundred percent. You have there's to no, give Drake there. There's no one else who was so. Yay was course. in the beginning. Yay and Hope were for sure. Like Drake and Beyonce. Yeah, that's it. Drake, B, Ye, and Hove would that dominate this decade for sure. And Rihanna, and she, and even, Rihanna, she didn't even sure. make music for half the decade. That's a fact. Well, Hove dropped like three albums in this decade. That's Rats. it. Ye dropped four. Arguably, arguably his best album in this de- in the decade for sure. Two of his best. No, <laughs> he just was an okay album, but it, it wasn't that, it wasn't as good as people make it seem. It is that that's Kanye's blonde. No, it's not. Yes, Kanye's it is. Blonde is eight oh eight. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. Cause blonde is. You might you might have a point there. Yeah, actually, you might have a point there. That might be his eight oh eight. But eight oh eight is never considered to be his best album. Some people. It's it's his most impactful album, but not his best album. Well, we gotta wait for um what comes after Blonde to see that. I guess. I mean, we've heard a little a little bit of that. Um, Niggas dropping about shipping containers. <laughs> um, pills. I guess we can um end this. End wait, 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 wait. Where were you ten years ago? A decade ago. What? What were you doing ten years ago? Ten years ago, I was a freshman in high school. Damn. Ten years ago, you were a virgin. Nah. I don't know. I don't know. Another, I can't. Another male lost to the system. <laughs> um, ten years ago, I was definitely sport heavy. I played every sport in high school, every major sport except soccer. Uh, ten years ago, I was definitely just worried about bagging bitches on the Motorola Razor for sure. And wearing polo rugby's. Polo rugby's for sure, for sure. Polo rugby's in this hot ass heat in the summertime. Where the, those rugby's are like thick as shit. I was wearing polo rugby's heavy. I was, yo. Whenever they made the polos rugby, all those they can make that into spaceships. They're supposed to meant for you to play rugby's in. That shit's like, crazy. Um, cotton should not be able to do that. I, that shit's more than cotton, nigga. That shit's like bulletproof vest <laughs> cotton or some shit like that. That shit is hot. Um, yeah, it was a lot of polo at that time. A lot of Jordans at that time. Um, that was just as the cusp of the, uh, the sneakerhead little movement was coming out. Um, I was definitely heavy, heavy, heavy polo, heavy preps. Heavy, That's heavy back prep before look. they raped retros. Yeah, he was. It was a heavy preppy look for me. Definitely bagging bitches who was a senior and I was a freshman. 
Um, shall I tell you? I want to. I would love to hear what Xavier was doing ten years ago. Oh, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you. I don't even know. <laughs> the only time a nigga that would wear uh, um, a tank top to school, like a white oh, beater. Nah, that's not his vibe at all. That's nasty. A white beater with jeans. Ew, bro. That's nasty. Um, you know what? Maybe 15 years ago, not 10. 15 years ago? How, was, how are you trying to make these every beat, nigga? That nigga's like not when, that old. Like when he was eight or nine, oh. he was definitely walking around with a white beater. <laughs> that different a... type of nigga. Um, and this that's out with. nasty. And this out with what brand dominant? Damn, Supreme definitely was heavily dominant. Supreme, I was on the cusp of like, all right, it was it was a new artist, and now it's just like an artist is popped yeah, up. I like, think it's Drake. Supreme is Drake to me. Right I think now. Louis and Gucci. This whole year, this, this whole, whole decade? decade. Yeah, you think so? I would think so. Oh nine, especially towards like the latter half. The latter half for sure. Well, I, the latter half for sure. I think Prem was definitely heavy. Kiff in the beginning also was too. Honestly, like if we're including, um, we're including everything, any brand, I, even just not a brand, but like that stretch from like Pyrex to Off White to Louis, that's you got you got Virgil. That's, that's, Virgil dominated. Virgil that's a different one. dominated. Virgil took what Kanye was doing and did it, but with Nike and Louis Vuitton. That's just different. Yeah. That, that was the whole decade yeah. start to finish. That was that, the whole decade start to finish. Bench Pyrex, Row, HBA, Pyrex, yeah. Pyrex. Then it was Off White. And now what he's doing now? Now Louis Vuitton. Damn, Virgil had a great decade, my nigga. Great okay, decade. That's a three step layup. That's a decade right there, nigga. That's a that's a Euro step. That's a James Harden <laughs> Euro step right there. Um I think the last thing that we wanted to talk about was to to, to leave it off on this. It was the uh Adam Sandler movie coming out on the A two four. A twenty four. A twenty four. Um Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Coming out on Christmas. I think this, I don't know, this movie definitely, to me, seems like it's early Sandler vibes. Early Sandler. Like, it's going to be a good movie. It's not yeah. going to be a movie that's just going to make a lot of money. It's not Jack and Jill? Definitely not Jack and this Jill. This movie's too. already making tons of money. Oh, it's making a lot of money, because Sandler just is an, uh, a, a, a face yeah. that sells People a lot. People are seeing him in a serious role. Yeah. Apparently, this is Oscar-worthy. Um, I'm going to see it for sure. It comes out on Christmas. Yeah. A, the story is about a jeweler. Yep. Who is making wages on games. And gambling. And gambling. Like, he's gambling on, on games, but, like, he's paying players to, like... Do certain things. Yeah. Shave points. Uh, Kevin Garnett's heavy in the movie. Lakeith Stanfield is in there. He plays his own character. Which he plays Kevin sense. Garnett himself. Um, great. That that looks like a great movie to... The to, Weeknd. Apparently, Adam Sandler and, and The Weeknd are best friends now. Yeah, The Weeknd. The Weeknd's in the movie, I think. Yeah, he's yeah. in the movie. That, so, that's why he has that, that fucking cut that he has right now where he looks like Bruno Mars. Yeah. He had um, to get that for the movie. Okay. He's definitely playing a Dominican in that movie, 100%. He looks Dominican in that movie. I mean, Yo, I like now. I can't wait for him to say, que lo que. That, if, if he does that shit and does it with a stupid tone, I'm, I'm, turning, I'm turning the movie off in the movie theater, nigga. I'm going to plug in that fucking projector. <laughs> it's um, going to be a, a, a meme forever. Is this widely spreaded? Like, uh, People are really looking forward to this. It's it's not, but I'm saying there's a movie available everywhere. in every movie theater? Yeah. Oh, you already know where I'm going with this. I'm going to the Bistro with this one, boy. You uh, what? The, the Bistro. Oof. I'm going to that. You already know. That's gonna be fire. Um, I guess we'll end this off here. Tell I talk season season seven episode ten the finale. This the finale finale. By the time we come back, this will be the new start of the decade. Um, a better Tell I talk.
more blessings. Thank everybody for listening. Uh, we will have an episode next week, but it will be a B-side episode. So those who like the mix, Facts. listen to it. Need some music, some ad libs. Thank you for listening. Happy um, Christmas, happy holidays. Yeah, um, happy New Year. No, we'll be yeah, back for New Year's. We'll be back, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, if you if you're Jewish and you have a menorah, you know, light that shit up. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Thought Talk on Instagram and yeah. Twitter. Be sure to let us know what you got for Christmas. I'll be rating all of your Christmas presents. If it's under a five, you have to t- take it back to the person. All right. Yeah. Do that. Tag Thought Talk on your Christmas gift. AB Dash will be doing a live stream of your gifts. <laughs> um, all right. See you next year. Shout out to all the guests that we had on this year. Uh, TSB, uh, Xavier. Who else we had on? Stevenson. Um. Yeah, follow AB Dash, AB two underscore dash. Do not follow Tokyo E. Facts. Um, <laughs> see y'all season eight. That's it. I told you, Miss Carter. Here we are. Mama made it, know how I do it, like the doc do it, I flop through it, that's how I operate it. Mama made it, ghetto like the grease when you get in your hair braided, sweeter than your sister Kool-Aid is, hooray, it's the underdog, now my feet under that, I'm the president you favorite, can't believe I got away with my earliest stages, to being on stages, having my way with the world relations, your baby boy's a made man, I'm a whole of fam, family, three generations, I'm talking with spacious, all around and you're great. Great grands reminiscing about the foundation you gave From him, my relationship with my pops boy passed All I ask is you raise your glass in this celebration Toast to the most beautiful girl in the world My inspiration, thanks for the information Mama, I made it Mama, I made it